Just as a quick swear warning for other fellow prangers, just want to let you know that 25% of this podcast was recorded in the Emerald Isle of Ireland, so that you may hear such words as Fuck, shite, bollocks, cunt. So be warned, thank you. Oh, welcome back, prangers. Here we are again, and uh, we're coming to you on a lovely Sunday evening, and we've got another guest for you. We've, uh, we'll introduce him now. He's a very good friend of mine, Douglas Broom, living over in Ireland. Long-time listener. He's, uh, he was one of my first fans telling me about it, so glad to have him on. So, say hello. Hello, Doug. How are you doing, guys? Evening, lads. Very well. Yeah, Thanks good. for joining us. Thanks yeah, well, for joining thanks. us, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having no, me. Now, I met, I met Doug, uh, I'll tell you when, was it was just 17 years ago. That may I had to think about that this week, and it just made me feel fucking Jeez. old. But yeah, Hopefully 17 old, mate. 17 years ago, actually 17 years ago, Friday to the exact day, 13th of August. I flew is that, back your, is that your anniversary? Yeah, no, no, no. That wasn't the day I met Doug, but that was the day I flew back to England from living in Portugal. My life changed forever. And I got a job in a local pub, and Doug was working behind the bar, and I was working in the kitchen. And a bit like when I met you boys at a gig at Stag Do. Just hit it off straight away. Best of mates, and we've got up to all sorts of nonsense since then. So it's uh, nice to have you on. So oh, thanks, lads. Yeah, there's been shenanigans, all right. So we'll start with the usual stuff. What you been up to, Douglas? What you've been doing this week? Sweet fuck all, lads. I've been working, sitting in the kitchen, um, doing a bit of work on the garden when it's not been raining. Um, went out for a first indoor pints yesterday in a got about a year. So uh, fully vaccinated. I went on a few Guinness last night with the lads. Got home for about 10. And managed to sneak about seven or eight pints in and a couple of Sambucas just making up for it oh, in about an hour that. and a half. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So is that, that first time pubs have opened back up then since a long time in Ireland then? First time indoors, yeah. You could, you could go and stand in the beer gardens and drink, but I thought, you, go to the pub, you want to be in the pub, don't you? And Absolutely. There was a yeah. game on yesterday that the season started, so I... Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't realise there was a delay on, on you guys over there because I was thinking, yeah, I rushed to the pub as soon as we could. I think, oh, you've, you've held out on that. But yeah, that would be why. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the beer gardens opened a couple of weeks, about a month ago, and then indoor was, I think it was last week. So people were queuing overnight like they were in the UK. To get yeah. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see the old lads drinking a pint in the rain outside, you know, just they don't, they don't care. They just want to get in and do yeah, it. Just get a scoop down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what have you been up to, mate, this week? It's been a pretty quiet one, to be honest, just working um, at a pre-season match Tuesday. And then, yeah, that was, um, that was no good. No golf this week? No, I didn't play this week. Playing twice this um, the week coming, though. Then I'm going for a, to a stag do next weekend. So next episode could be interesting for me, as it is today for Gary. Yeah. So, Gary, <laughs> what have you been up to, mate? <laughs> yeah, on that note. Seamless. <laughs> I've had this up for quite, quite a couple of days, mate, really. No, I've literally got back from a football tour about three hours ago. We went up to Blackpool. My first my first visit to Blackpool, uh, 16, I think it was 17, 18 of us went up, uh, got the coach up, a couple of nights up there. I'm just in full bits, like absolute <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Fear is setting in, the overthinking is rife and... Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to admit, you know, it was a challenge getting here. I say getting here, like coming upstairs with my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I really am in all sorts of bits. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but no, but Black, Blackpool. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? 
that's is. a commitment. But Blackpool, I mean, Jesus, yeah. well placed. Um, yeah. I, I I thought I'd been to a few shit holes in my time, but that's that's that is the one. I'm sorry if we've got any listeners from Blackpool. I know we don't because our only listeners here with us. So yeah, true. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. My, my, all my family's from Blackpool. Oh it's, fuck's uh, sake! No, it, 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 it is a shit hole. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put bells and whistles on it. No, I mean don't get yeah. wrong for for a group of lads and and I guess for a group you know uh, stags, hens, big parties, it's perfect because you don't get any ag walking in with twenty or um, well fifteen twenty people. It's built. For for that group drinking um but christ alive it's like but it's it's tough though for any seaside town in the uk especially yeah. the northern yeah. ones I yeah, mean, yeah, it yeah. Awful saying it, but like we've been to a few and they're just priced out with a cheap holiday market so yeah, they're crap the shops the high streets are awful it just looks rough, doesn't it? But I mean, I. Oh, uh, it look. It was a fighting town, man. <laughs> you could tell. Like, <laughs> it was just meathead geezers knocking around. Like, oh Christ I, alive! I was in Blackpool once, working away when I was driving around the country doing uh, shop fitting in different shops. Um, and me and my mate working away with me, Leon, we went out for a, a couple of beers and to watch the, the football match. It was a Thursday night, it was a Europa League game. We went in this one bar. Had a drink, it looked all right, it was a bit quiet, no telly. Went to another one, and on the way home, we thought, oh, we'll just call in here for a quick beer on the way home. We went in and we sat there, it's like 10 o'clock, we're having a drink, and the place is getting busier around us and busier and busier. And all of a sudden, they went, time for the foam! <laughs> and this foam party kicked <laughs> off, foam just sprayed everywhere. We ended up in there till three o'clock in the morning. Yes. Like, that, that really edgy, rough feeling. And then I had to get up at six in the morning and drive back to Leicester oh. in a big van. Oh, we were dying in the morning. It was awful. But what a hell of a night that was, just out of nowhere. I uh, I experienced something for the first time yesterday in a pub there called Shenanigans, um, mm-hmm. which I can liken to like a strip bar in Malia or somewhere. That's what it was like. It's like that big open front. You know, you just walk in and it's just the heat and just geezers and sweat and um, sawdust, sawdust on the floor. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it's bad that. Clear Has enough. anyone seen that before? Because I've no. never seen that in a pub. No. Only in Westerns. It's like they've yeah. gone, look, we normally do this at the end of the night, but let's just get it out there now because yeah. it's going to be used. Someone's so going to be the bleeding vomit, the piss or the sick. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're in, we're in the one before. It was like full-on sticky floor. So we've gone from that to this one. You've got a layer of stickiness on your trainer and then they've got a layer of sawdust. Uh, well, are you taking this in the pranger's arm? Is the sawdust down tonight, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got a mop oh, yeah. out. <laughs> I, I, I used to do quite a lot of work up in Blackpool when I was working for an environmental company. And um, when they were doing the sewage works, we used to have to go and measure the water. So I used to go there in the winter for a week and literally just have to go and take shitty samples of water from the sea every hour or two. And, and Blackpool is bleak in the summer. In the middle yeah. of January, February, you're going and basically taking jars of turds out of the sea, putting them back <laughs> in the van. It's all rough old like. And the hotel they put us in was just an absolute shithole. Like, the worst oh. you could have... I think they did it on purpose, like, you know, this is back before the days of TripAdvisor or anything. They were just like looking at the pictures and oh, I just, it, I dread to think. And obviously calling in, seeing my grandparents when I was up there and everything. Oh, that's just a shit though. I don't, I, I love the place, but I don't love the place. You know, it's one of them places where I go because the family was there. And if the family wasn't there, I would never go again quite happily. If he got caught <laughs> off and floated out to sea, I wouldn't miss it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. That pool's gone. All right, fair days. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. See the you later. Yeah. <laughs> Hope James is playing there when it goes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wanker. Go on, in, Egg. What have you got for us? What have you uh, what have you been up to? Me, uh, 
I don't even know. Normal week, working away. Uh, we had a little football match today with the lads. Uh, my lads, not me playing. My days are gone, unfortunately. But yeah, my lad played a late, a late burst to come back and win through two, which was all right. Um, yeah, just same old, working away. Working so that means you'll fit. That means you'll give them dinner tonight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've gone for a sleepover. They're camping out in their mate's back garden. So, yeah. It's, uh, I love that. A, a sleepover. That, yeah. I set three nine-year-olds in a tent in a back garden. I've sent him off with more chocolate than you need for Cadbury's World Tour. You know what I mean? There's so much in his bag for one night. So. Do you reckon they're going to go garden hopping like we would have done? I don't know. I used to love garden hopping. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it with a brand new England jersey on once and just ripped it to shit. You know, you get the jersey at the start. I think it was like, Euro 96 something and they got the jersey proper happy went garden hopping ripped it to bits it was oh. a lovely grey one as well devastating I know yeah. <laughs> right then lads um, I'm going to do this because I think it's my only option isn't it it's a, it's a quiet Sunday afternoon in the Prangers yeah. brought, everyone's like, a bit hanging we're yeah. struggling we've all had late nights late weekends sometimes the only way to get out of it is to get back into it so yeah, fucking hell. Cheers, lads. Welcome, yeah. Broomy, to the press. Yeah, cheers, welcome. Oh. I can't wait to see Gary drink this. That first swig. Oh. That's like the only sweet, mate. I'm right. He's like a new man. <laughs> like a new woman. <laughs> oh, God. No, right. Okay, well, Gas, well in. So, we're here again. Broomy already knows the story, doesn't he? So, I mean, we don't really need to question him. He could probably just read off his own questions. But we'll start because obviously we need to get to know you a little bit better. And we're going to finish with a really good question because we all want to know the answer. Only us three, not our other two listeners. So we'll start at the top. First gig, where was it? Who was it? How old were you? All the details. Grando, this one, this is an absolute peach. Ooh. First gig, Oasis, Main Road, 96. Fucking oh, yeah. 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 Do you want to pick that one back up? Yeah, clang. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think you um, might have just completed prangers, mate. Yeah. So, Ocean Colour Scene and the Mannix uh, oh, at the back yeah. of the sport acts like what was, a gig. Was Lionel nice. supporting? <laughs> <laughs> well, call that. Yeah. Main Road was that's that that was a really old school one, wasn't it? Is that the old city, city ground? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, with like near all the terraced houses and that. Yeah. Yeah, it was in a yeah. right rough area, Manchester. Yeah, cracking yeah. ground. Yeah, before they bought the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, man. That is fucking awesome. I bet you probably paid about 12 quid for the ticket as well back then, didn't you? It was nothing. Our mate's sister got us them for them. I think oh, he, he was touch. next to I remember they were, people were trying to buy them for about 300 quid, which back then was a lot. We were only, we were 15, like, three of us went. It was our first gig. Like, we were proper excited for it, you know, into that kind of music, like local band. And then, um, yeah, we got in there. It was great. Ocean Colour Scene and the Mannix, the kind of, I think just before the Mannix release, was that everything must go. So they were kind of like decent enough as well. Ocean Coliseum were kind of on the verge of the big breakthrough, like Mosley Shoals had just come out. So I think they had, um, was it, um, what's the Chris Evans? Uh, Don't forget your toothbrush or something, was it? When he had them, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. TFI Friday, when he had the um, the Riverboat song, you know, mm, start the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So they were just kind of tweaking. So yeah, that was brilliant. And we, were, you know, we didn't know what we do. We couldn't drink, obviously. So we we're just enjoying it. We got right to the front in front of the kind of, the, you know, the, the, the exclusive area. We were right by the barriers. And then Oasis came on and the crowd just erupted and like crushed down to about a quarter of the size. Yeah. The three of us were just like, fuck it now. To barely <laughs> breathe. It was like, oh, it was pretty scary to be honest, being that age. I remember just this massive guy behind me, even he was getting crushed. I was kind of folding over the barriers and he just picked me up, loafed me over his shoulders and went, come on, mate, take you out. 
and he dragged me out to the side and sort of dumped me down again. Yeah. Um, just left you there for yeah, you bastard! I was right in the front. Yeah, exactly. But I was a, I was a porky little fucker as well back then. <laughs> had a bit of strength on him. Like I was a good, a good chunky 12, 13 stone at age fifteen. You, you, yeah. You're living in Manchester by that point, weren't you? I know you've just said your family's from Blackpool. Yeah, the, the, my mum and dad were my mum and dad were both in Blackpool. Both my grand, sets, sets of grandparents were in Blackpool, but they were Irish originally. We moved to back. Well, I was born in Manchester, so. Um, Yes, it was kind of a local gig wheel. I'm a City fan anyway, so it was, yeah. going to Main Road was lovely. And it was, it was a great gig, like, amazing. Like, what, what a memory. But I remember afterwards we came out and the whole of Manchester was gridlocked. It was like 40,000 people. And back then there's no... We could have walked out to the trains, but my mum and dad were coming to pick us up. So we're standing outside in the middle of Moss Side on Claremont Road, which is a rough enough area back then anyway. Three 15-year-olds obviously didn't know what we were doing. Loads of lads coming over. Do you want to buy a poster, mate? And we were like, yeah, just taking our pocket money out, buying anything is good. Just for a bit of protection, like just to keep everyone, happy, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone faded away, and there's like the three of us left over. I think my parents got there about one in the morning. They were just stuck in a traffic jam. Honestly, I was <laughs> shitting myself. Like when they arrived, I was nearly the three of us were getting in the car, like freezing cold, shaking, just petrified. So yeah, but the gig was great. But apart from that bit at the end, like <laughs> left in my side. I, I had a little side. one like that when I went to watch Tottenham. We um, was in a box and we got smashed up watching Spurs, and I walked out. Uh, and we started wandering down the road to try and find a taxi. And we were just wandering, drunk, chatting, like trying to held down taxis. And all of a sudden, I looked up, looked round, and I thought, fucking hell, we shouldn't be here. Like, all the crowds have gone. We was at the bottom of like big blocks of flats and just thought, ah, oh, fuck, they just quickly get us out of here. It's just horrible, isn't it? When you just suddenly yeah. realize you're in an area you don't fully know, you're not sure if you should be there. It's a. Uh, it's, it's funny you say because it just makes me think of the, the, the Millwall story when I ended up in Millwall um, at one yeah. of the leads tattoo out. But it's just all three of us, uh, this experience of getting out of gigs and it just going to shit or yeah. events. And it just because you don't really often put a lot of thought, like, like planning into getting out, do you? No, you just want about getting in. About is getting getting in there. Yeah, where you're getting steamed on the day, where you're drinking, blah blah blah. And then afterwards, like. Oh yeah, I should probably like try and get home somehow. <laughs> we, we were uh, we went to see the Stone Roses at um, City of Manchester Stadium uh, with my missus at the minute, Ema. This is probably three or four years ago. Remember they did the big tour? They reformed yeah, yeah. the tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got tickets like originally they only released the Wednesday night, so we grabbed the tickets straight away. And then they released like the Thursday and the Friday, and the support actually just got better as the week went on. But we tried to change the tickets, we couldn't get rid of them. So uh, we went to the Wednesday night, and the gig was amazing. Like I love the Stone Roses, and. Um, Afterwards, we kind of came out. I was buzzing. She didn't really know much of the stuff, but I said, you've got to come and see them. Like, because they're going to, they, they won't reform for another 20 years until they get really, really skinned. So, um, <laughs> standard. Yeah. Yeah. So we came out of the gig anyway, and we're in, again, like football grounds always seem to be in rough old areas of the cities, don't they? Mm. So we kind of came out, and everyone was kind of going down the main like, thoroughfare back to Piccadilly, sort of a train station. So I said to her, I think we can go that way. There's an easy way and get away from the crowds. We might get a taxi. So we followed this guy that was walking along. He obviously knew where he was going. And there was about 100 people behind him. about 20 home. in front. <laughs> yeah. So we followed him down and we dropped onto the towpath for this canal. And we're walking along the towpath. And there must be about 150, 200 people now behind us. Like a, a train of humans on a single file towpath. But heavens open. Like the rain, that went, within five minutes, we were pissed soaked. Head, like your boxes were dripping and everything. We followed him down. Then he ended up taking a piss under a bridge and jumping over a garden, like a fence into his back garden. So we were at the kind of front of the queue by this stage. Didn't have a fucking clue where we were. Carried on walking. Ended up in another rough area in Manchester, the back of Hardwick or something, by behind some industrial estate. Had to walk back there to the train station. 
she was bullying at this stage. I was pissed off, so I didn't care anyway. Like, and we tried, we tried about six, seven hotels. Everything was booked. Couldn't get a fucking taxi for about three hours. And I'm just getting it in the air, like, this fucking told me should have not followed that guy. <laughs> you know, sorry, you know, you're drunk, you just do something and you yeah, don't yeah. think about the consequences. So, yeah, yeah. she was not happy. Like, she was just yeah. yes, she was just crying. Under 50 of you piled over the fence behind yeah. me. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was your is. first gig. So, we, uh, <clears throat> we move on to what was your the last gig you attended was it before lockdown, obviously, because you've only just come out of it. So, what was it? Uh, that was a bit the gig with you, mate. The, uh, ah, the I thought it might have been, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't too long. That's probably six months before the lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was the August before we went into lockdown. The like just before all the COVID stuff come out. August twenty nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, just, right, yeah. Just like a, a year of our a half our lives have just been like sucked into a void, hasn't it? It's, yeah. uh, it's I think happy. at this point we can say last year, can't we? We all yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah that was that was the that was the last proper gig. I went to um there was a Thin Lizzy tribute act on in one of the bars down in Bray. That was pretty decent, but there's a good old crowd for it. Like another what were they Lizzie called? Here. I can't remember to be honest. Oh, we I kind wanted of, a really good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> we kind of jumped on someone else's coattails and followed them down. They said he coming down. We were like, yeah, it was good, decent, like stood yeah. at the side. But I mean, it's the size of your living room. Do you know what I mean? Dave's been to the pub. It's called the Harbour Bar. Yeah, it's one of my favourite like, bar. You mentioned book. it on here, haven't you? Mm. Yeah. Do you get? Oh, to, do they get bands in there often? Then is it a music venue? Ah, yeah. Ah, proper music venue. They get all sorts of people in there. They get some decent, would be kind of biggish Irish acts and a lot of kind of like tribute bands. And well, they'd have gigs. Well, they, before the whole lockdown thing, they were doing three or four a week. Like oh, a wow. great little venue. Nice. It, it, it does look a cool venue from the photos we've it, seen. It'd be mm. mega, like, be mm. good for podcasting up in the uh, upstairs room. All right, we're in. All right, come yeah. on, we're in. We're in. <laughs> Persuade us. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, the last gig went, Doug said about when I was with him is when we went to watch the uh, the Foo Fighters. In Dublin. Uh, what was the name of the yeah. venue, Doug? I can't remember. Uh, the Dublin. The Royal, uh, the RDS, the Royal Dublin Showgrounds. It's like a sort of Royal Dublin Showgrounds. Showgrounds. So I said yeah. it's like a, um, it's like a dressage circle, isn't it? Like a horse, mm. like performance. Yeah. So it's just really low. Fucking low down seating area and the good space, good. But yeah, we uh, we got in a bit of a pickle, didn't we? We did. We did. We, uh, we drank a bit as well. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's not. Yeah, it's not drinking related. Yeah. I think don't think we've ever been together for more than about an hour with having a beer in our hands, Dave. Have we? <laughs> nah, you, you know, you normally pick me up from the airport with a load of beer in the back of the car. And we drive home every time. Yeah. yeah. Every time. <laughs> But yeah, that was that your taxi service offices. All right, taxi steady service. on. <laughs> oh, fucking done. I was, was, was going to go to sleep for an hour. That's the sound bite. No, the mate, end. don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> I was after that gig. I've said the story before where Doug's Mrs. puked in the poncho on the train. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure going to make it. I'm sure she appreciated that story being shared. I did say to her today, maybe mentioned again, and she just didn't say much really. I found a video of it the other day and I said, oh God, you want, you want to see this? And I looked at her and she, she almost started welling up, so I deleted it. I thought, that can never be shown again. So uh... <laughs> I love the way you've gone, you'll want to see this. No, she won't, mate. <laughs> no, she... I'd imagine she won't, to be fair. She had the fear. She didn't listen to the Foo Fighters for a year. It took her a year before yeah. she could listen to the music again. She had the fear that much about it. <laughs> Brilliant. I stick, I stick it on to wind her up and she'd be like, change it, change it, will you? Brilliant. <laughs> right, uh, I'm going to try and get a question out, lads. Bear with me. I don't know how this is going to go. That was, you can uh, do it, mate. Yeah, actually, it's, it's quite a straightforward one, but it's always a question I, I do like to ask. Um, 
what's your best ever gig? Obviously, as you know, the rules with prangers, you're not going to be held accountable for your answer today. I know things change. We forget stuff. Maybe if you want to give out some shout outs to other ones. But yeah, you know, really, what is the best one? Who was it? Where? When? Okay, the, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like I say, I mentioned yeah. the Stone Roses gig. That was mega. Uh, apart from I went for a piss and to get a pint and miss Waterfall, which is one of my favourite songs. So that, that kind of put a dampener on that one. Um, do you know what? I'd say just before we went to um, the Foo Fighters gig, I went to the Eagles in Dublin. Oh, wow. Oh, it shit. Was a fully seated gig, like um, the whole original line that was there. Obviously, I think Glenn Frey passed away a couple of years ago. So his son filled in, who looked like him, sounds like him, and everything. And they came on. Um, his son launched into, I think it's Peaceful Easy Feeling or something. Oh, I what fucking a, love that song. What a fucking gig. Honestly, like fully seated. Obviously, no one was fully seated by the end of it. But it was immense, like every tune you got going, got the audience going, banging. Like, honestly, I was like, you're left there, grinning ear to ear, you're buzzing, mm. you're playing the Eagles for two weeks, Ollie. And it was just, <laughs> my missus went, she doesn't like him, she loved it. Like my mate and his family went, all of us came out, were just like, oh my fucking God, that was just immense. Like, just, that sounds cool. Nice. Yeah. It was, honestly, and like the best gig and just every song you wanted was played. And you know, sometimes with the older bands, you kind of, I know Van Morrison's renowned for being a bit of an arsehole and, you know, he, like he can't be arsed. This was like, the, the guys who must be in the 70s, late 60s, mm. 70s, 80s, they wanted to be there. They were buzzing off it. It was like they were 21 again and they were just, whether they had know, a big bag of coke in the back before they came on or something, I don't know. <laughs> but they just, uh, they just loved it and it, 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 it's infectious, isn't it? You know what I mean? When, when they're enjoying themselves, you've got to enjoy it as well, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. and the, the crowd vibe off that. You can tell exactly what you said. Like, we've yeah. covered it. We'll get to that in a bit. But when you're at a shit gig and the person's heart's not in it, you, you just, yeah. it's so much harder to be G'd up for it. How long did they play for? They were a good couple of hours. It was like, it, nice. you did, I think the tickets, they weren't cheap, but they weren't silly. Maybe it's like 60, 70 quid, which is, in Ireland, I know Ireland, the prices over here is probably a, a good bit more because it's rip off Ireland. Like, they do over here for everything. But it wasn't. You know, they could have charged 100 quid, 150 quid. We would have gone anyway, do you know what I mean? Because mm. it's a band that grew growing up as a kid. My dad loved them, so I was only got some vinyl the other day. I got his old vinyl, and I was like, oh, getting nice. a bit of the Eagles and yeah, everything yeah. on. So, yeah, it was just it was like a bucket list band, really. And it was kind of like when they came, and, and I'm telling you, like, if you ever come back, just go and see him, because even if you're not into that kind of stuff, you, I just, I loved it. Yeah. That's it. When you get a proper band like that that are doing it because they love music, music is infectious. That's why we're all yeah. here and why we love it, regardless of the quality of it. I mean, I'm sure if you lot come and watch Scouting for Girls and you saw them play live, you'd absolutely oh. love it, boys, wouldn't you? <laughs> no. they, are, they are playing in Dublin no, in November. I'm pushing lads. it there. I'm taking the piss, but it is. You know what I mean? When when someone's playing with all their heart and you know they are and you're there, you buy into it, don't you? And oh, when you buy into definitely. anything, you enjoy it more, don't you? That That's what it is. Mm, yeah. It's like hit you yeah. in the fields, you know what I mean? And you're there. So, no, I like that yeah. one, Doug. Sounds good. No, just sounds just cool. something you said on there that I want to say. So you're saying that his son fills in, filled in, do you think, yeah? Yeah, no, but I think it was... Uh, yeah, his son, his son basically took his place in the band. I think it was... Don't hold me to it, I'm not 100%. I think it was one of the band members, Glenn Frey, passed away and his son jumped in. Yeah, there's someone mega. else there's someone else has done that I can't think of it it's not a you know who it is one of the Beatles bastard ODB's son stepped in for him on the Wu-Tang tours didn't he on some of oh, I didn't know that yeah ODB's yeah. son he's got the same lilt in his voice and look the hair all of it yeah, check yeah, it out yeah, yeah ODB's son stepped in before on, okay uh, I'm sure it was on Mike's and Men that uh, the documentary or I've picked yeah, it up somewhere been. else when I watched one about um, ODB but yeah I'm pretty sure his son a bit more mainstream as well. John Lennon's sons filled in for him quite a few times on like celebrity appearances when they do big things on 
for like events, yeah. like one-offs, just a song, not like gigs. Okay, yeah. knocking about. But yeah, pretty cool though. Yeah, I love it that. is so, isn't it? Yeah, there's definitely there's um. That, I mean that that is I didn't expect that, mate. Fair play, and I, I I'm not going to pretend that I know loads of their songs, but peaceful easy feeling is a f- absolute one of my favourites. Believe it or oh. not, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Hotel California's with, out there as well, surely. They, they yeah. finished with Hotel California, lads. You know, honestly, yeah, yeah, every hair on your body stood on end, and he was yeah. like, oh, good seven minutes longer. It was just a I was gonna say, you can roll that out for a long semi, time. Like, yeah, that was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> mate. That, well, that, is, that is a great shout, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any others you want to give a little mention? Yeah, do you know, yeah, do you, do you know what? Like, it's a funny one now. Like, we're all like, my missus, like, she loves Taylor Swift, right? So, for a birthday. I got two tickets for Taylor Swift and said, take take who you want with you, right? So she said, oh, you come. And I went, yeah, I'm not going to and you're all right. She went, no, come, honestly, you like her. She apparently puts on a good show. I don't know, no, I'm probably going to go see the lads or something. I ended up going with her anyway. Like, just for pure stage presence and the show she put on, I didn't know a couple of songs I'd heard on the radio, obviously. She smashed it. Like, it was in Croke Park, which is about a 90,000-seat stadium. The whole, the, the ground level was filled. So there must have been six, 50, 60, 70,000 people there. She absolutely ripped What's it. What's that like. called, sorry? Uh, Croke Park. That's where they do all the big sporting events, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a Dublin um, GAA, like. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaming, yeah. Is that the one that's game. right on the train line on the coast? Uh, no, that would be Lansdowne Road. That would be the Aviva. Lansdowne Road, yeah, that's awesome. If you see that, if you get the train from Dublin down to Doug's in Bray, you go through Lansdowne Road Station and literally... It is on the, the cliff overlooking the sea and the train runs oh, wow. down. Oh, nice. Coast is beautiful, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. But honestly, like, I know I, I never thought I'd say it was a good gig, but we walked out like, you know, sometimes you go to a show and like, even if you're not interested in your music, like, she, by the end of it, everyone was up dancing and I was kind of like, hats off to her, do you know what I mean? She put on a fucking amazing show. Like, I was like <laughs> stunned by it and her voice was just like the singing, you know, sometimes... She, she dragged me. I went to a Katy Perry gig with her in Germany. Oh, I'll get into that man. later. You know yeah. what? You know what category sure? that's going to be under? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, Taylor Swift like blew it out of the park. Amazing, like, and I don't even like her. But saying that, she released a couple of albums in lockdown. Then if you've heard about them, she kind of recorded them when everyone was locked down. One was called Folklore, and there's another yeah. one she released. They were actually quite good, decent. And I give her a duke. Like she plays the instrument, she writes the songs herself. So it's not like she's sitting there, you know, someone's just... I don't, mind, songs I don't mind a little bit of Swifty every now and then. I'll, yeah. You know, my, my music tastes <laughs> is that, like... Is that what you're referring yeah. to? Swifty. Swifty, mate. Me and my pal Swifty. We're on good you wouldn't give her a Swifty, to be honest. Yeah, 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 you would indeed, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. but no, yeah. I've heard I've heard she puts... On, but like, I've heard Pink puts on a masterful show, like, live. Didn't she have a documentary recently? Yeah, I think she has done, yeah. But, like, everyone I've heard say when she plays... Fucking hell, you buy into it again. You buy into it, you're loving I've it. I've got no issue with her. She's, she's take she's, it. Um, yeah, I, actually, I could see, I could actually see her doing like, like, like you say, like a, a really good, yeah. strong, well performed gig. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, us, that's us, lads, and Taylor Swift and Pink next year. Yes, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll take any gig, mate. Boys down. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Uh, Rolling, Rolling Stones at the same venue were decent as well. They played at Croke Park. That was well, he's dropping some names. He is dropping yeah. names. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my favourite thing I've heard about Rolling Stones is uh, Natalie's dad, who's in Portugal, one of his mates over there, had flown back to England to go and watch the Rolling Stones gig. 
And they went, he went, how was it? He went, after you got over the fact that you thought you was watching the Wonga advert and there weren't puppets, <laughs> it was brilliant. You know what I mean? Just because they're all wrinkly faces. <laughs> remember that advert. So, yeah, I just thought that was a great sentence. Yeah, loved brilliant. it. It was, it was a good gig, actually. Don't get me wrong. Again, it was like a, it's a bucket list gig, you know, because every year for about the last 20 years, you've been saying they're all going to die in a minute and they haven't done it. They are pickled, aren't they? Yeah. Something they've taken down the line, like it's, it's kept them going. So, but yeah, fair play to them. And sure, they're all in their 80s gigging away now, aren't they? That's brilliant, though, isn't it? I know. Just weeding them out. I've got a mate, Benny, in Manchester, and he's just like Rolling Stones obsessed. And when they play, came in, I met him in, well, I didn't meet him in Dublin, but he's at the Dublin gig. If they're playing anywhere in Europe, he gets tickets for every gig. When they're in the, in the States, he'll book about a two or three week holiday and they'll go and see him in like seven or eight different states, like every other night. Wow, he's Blimey. just like, and that's his, and his pictures of him, he gets all, because he's been going for years, he gets like gold circle tickets and everything. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, see yeah. him, he'll be like standing at stage like that and then Mick Jagger's kind of behind him. But he's yeah. down <laughs> yeah, play, like, but that's, it, that's his holiday every year, following the Stones round. Jesus. So, yeah. Well, I don't suppose he's got to do it for that much longer, is he? No, that's very true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the sons might fill in. I'm sure Jagger's got two or three yeah, kids. One of them must that. be able to sing and look like it. <laughs> yeah. I've got the unfortunate question of worst gig, where was it, and why was it scouting for girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, there's two here, really, because one of them shouldn't be the worst gig, but it was. Because I went to see the Counting Crows at the, uh, in, I think it's Manchester Academy, an uh, American band. I don't know if you know much of them. Yeah, really, I know really Crows, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really like them, like, looking forward to them. We were at uni in Sheffield at the time, and myself and my ex-girlfriend and a couple of mates got tickets for it. Went out the night before. Nothing silly, because we knew there was a gig coming up. Went into Manchester before, and the whole day I've been like, something's not quite right with my stomach, lads. <laughs> On the way in, we get the training, and I'm like, I need to shit now. I have to shit. Like, I'm going to shit. And so we get in there. I'm like, literally, you know, when you're walking with your ass cheek, that clenched it. Like, we got in there. Like, I shit my brains out. I managed to get in there. And like, you know, gig toilets are never nice, are they? Because it's always no. an overflow. Lads just piss everywhere. Like, yeah. so you're trying to do a hobber shite when you've got Guinness coming out your ass. Like, oh, horrific. So I shot everywhere. And then about five minutes later, I got back out and I think I'm all right. Got a pint of like semi warm Carlsberg or Carly. Got halfway down through that. And then right, I'm going to vomit. So I ran into the jacks and I was puking my guts up everywhere over the same toilet that I just shat my brains out in, obviously. No, <laughs> you don't grab a bug brush when you're in a gig, do you? So, like, oh. Yeah, someone else's problem to do. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, like, they, they came on and they were playing the tunes and I was loving it. But then every five or ten minutes, I was like, <laughs> in and out, like, shitting and puking. And by the end of it, like, I'd lost that much liquid that was kind of like, you know, I could barely even move. I was like leaning on my ex-missus going, uh, 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 why didn't you just go home for fuck's sake? Because <laughs> well, no, we lived in Sheffield and one of the, I think someone had driven over, one of the girls, Emma had driven over, so I didn't have anywhere yeah. to go home. Like, And I knew if I'd have left there to try and get the train by myself, I would have just passed out and shot myself on a train. And then, <laughs> I would have woke up in, in Bury or something, you know what I mean? In, in a pile of my own shit and sick. Like, yeah. It wasn't the gig then, it's the fact you were ill. No, yeah, well, the gig was amazing, what I remember. Oh, right. But I was just spent the whole time on the toilet shit. Yeah, great, so. <laughs> Terrible. No, oh, good. I mean, Counting Crows, if you're listening, let's get some tickets yeah, for, for Bruno. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't your fault, lads. Yeah. I've yeah. seen him say I've seen him say You listen to Mr. Jones, though, don't you? I couldn't tell you any yeah. other song. Oh, I know the first couple of albums, they were really good. Yeah, yeah. you kept saying stuff yeah. like this to me, Doug, but I just don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. 
for telling you bad, bad information. Well, no, it's yeah. like when we was at Tramlines. Oh, you got to come and watch Shed 7. Oh, the first albums were great. And I only know that one song that I've ended up pulling out on shuffle and never went back to watch. But I think, I think Doug and Ryan would have a lot in common, a lot of bands in common. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't quite got that back so, catalogue, yeah. but yeah. yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. That's it. There's a culture <laughs> yeah. into this pod. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> this fucking Wickham rap scene that you two are into. <laughs> Wickham rap scene. See, the funny thing is, I don't even know that much about hip hop. I just know a little bit about your world and a little bit about Gaz's. I'm a massive fucking fraud, mate. I know, yeah. I don't know a great deal about much. I just know enough to talk. That's it. <laughs> I don't know I a don't great know. deal about much. Dave's life, mine. <laughs> I just know nothing Marino about music. Yeah. It's the, the one genre I'm not. It wouldn't be my like, thing at all. You know, probably. I remember buying Gravel Pit on single by the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, the worst the song first, they ever did. Yeah. And then the first yeah, Eminem album. That would be it. Like, yeah. that, that's my level of like hip hop and yeah. Well, yeah. Do you oh, say so, you're the second? Yeah. Well, do you know what? It, this is kind of an in betweener because she had supposed to be going to Katy Perry ticket when we were living out in Germany. Katy Perry gig, sorry. So she said to me, one of the girls is coming, but at the last minute she bailed out. Do you want to come? And I'm like, ah, fuck it, why not? It's a good excuse to have a few pints. So I went to see Katy Perry. Again, like she couldn't sing for shit. It was terrible. Like the music shite. But she put on a good show. But it was just up there because it was like you're watching her sing, and she was like, even she was looked like she was kind of miming it. But it was out of key miming and everything. It was just, it was just a bad musically wise. It was terrible. But like at one point she was floating around on an inflatable shite emoji, like a, a hot air balloon <laughs> shite emoji around the stage. So I'll give you her flashbacks a, of that other kid thing, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll give, yeah, I think she was just she was that bad musically. Just had to do something else. Otherwise, yeah, just like, hoping you were back in the cubicle shitting yourself rather than yeah, watching, rather than being there. That's yeah, so where yeah, was that? that? Was... Sorry, where was that? Where was that you went to watch? That it? was uh, Munich. I think it was the Olympia okay. Halle in Munich. Yeah, I used to live in Germany for a few years, so that was out there. That was. So she was no Swifty then. No, no. Fucking <laughs> hell. Poor, poor show from you, Perry. Got to be honest. Poor show. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I've expected far better from you. Kevin. Yeah, she's got a good rack, though, so that's all right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have actually expected any better. That sounds exactly how I would imagine it to be. Like, yeah. it almost feels as if they're just going through the motions, aren't they? Just because they've got to do it because they're contracted to it or whatever. And people that probably aren't massively music minded just lap it up and think it's brilliant because it's yeah. her. But yeah, the reality is it's probably pretty shocking. Mm. I reckon with the streaming music service now as well, they're not apparently they're making fuck all money, aren't they? Off um, Spotify and Apple, so they're having to just tour and tour and gig. That's the only way they're making the money now. So it actually makes never sense about how that all works. Yeah, you're probably right yeah. there. Probably. Well, they they Spotify is going to buy Arsenal, would not he? Yeah, He's well, they're saying now like something stupid. Like artists earn bugger all. That's why new bands coming out don't get. Like they're annoyed, like they get a record deal and they get streaming, they get like 0.00011 pence for each stream or whatever. You know what I mean? It, yeah. If you have a number one, you've not made it anymore. I mean, Chesney Hawks is still living off the back of that one song, isn't he? You earned enough Fuck money. Yeah. Didn't we see him in Butlins as well? <laughs> yeah. I think we did, didn't we? Chesney and that, and that is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're right. He's he's literally come to Butlins and he probably does that. Whatever, I don't know how many shows he does a year. But he's come to Butlins that weekend, Ronnie, and yeah. literally plays that song. I think he even played it like three times because yeah, it's yeah. just like, look, we all know why you're here. You know why you're here. Play the fucking song. Yeah. And he did. Someone needs to tell James. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Chesney Hawks comes on and plays Sit Down. Like, yeah, this is what I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, James. Yeah. 
You did, well, though, we, didn't you? Right. But yeah, yeah no, you're right. People live. You could write a one-hit song, man, back in the day, and just oh yeah, if we can write a Prangers Christmas tune, mate. We're fucking like Christmas songs, like that, farmers, mate. That's yeah. what you need. A Christmas song and a football song. You fucking smashed yeah. it. Oh, a Christmas song would be so bad. <laughs> oh, about a football Christmas song? <laughs> no, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Katy Perry and stuff. Well, next yeah. year, World Cup, it's in December, isn't it? So it may as well be a fucking Christmas football song. Oh, oh, come on, yeah. it. Fine, we'll do it. Yeah, all right, come on then. After we, after we make our T-shirts. Yeah, coming soon. <laughs> Christmas song. Christmas football World Cup song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Anything else on that note? Yeah, there is. Like back in when we were, I was I went to uni in Sheffield. Obviously, that's how I met Dave when I was working in a pub there. But um, our union, they always had like Christmas events and everything, and it was a great little union. There was loads of stuff going on and everything. But they always had like bands on, bands in inverted commas, or famous people that were going to come and do gigs. You know, for the and there'd be like a couple of like smaller bands, then there'd be a headliner. So you basically they, they were always ridiculously shit. And one year they, they were dragging the barrel. They had Bradley from S Club Seven there. What just him so, on his own? Yeah, him on his own coming on, like <laughs> dancing and singing one. to songs. So we just we, we obviously we were there anyway. So we went in to see him, like I've, I, like the cringe out of it. We were stood at the back and there'd been a casino night on. You could win casino chips and you know, cash them in for pints. What a night at the union. Come to the casino night and we've got Bradley from Escort. Playing to Bradley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we just we stood at the back, about four of us in the back corner, and we were fucking casino chips at Bradley from Escort 7. And the bounce, <laughs> the bounce comes in, what are you doing? And we were like, showed him the casino chips and we were throwing at him and he's like, I haven't seen you. We carried on fucking throwing <laughs> the casino chips. <laughs> we, got, we got about three songs on and stormed off the stage. Oh, like, brilliant. He must have just been like, I say lads like that are just that skin, do you know what I mean? Or not skin, but be desperate to keep going they're doing uni gigs like that we had but fucking two pockets full of chips after that didn't we I love the fact that Doug was at that uni obviously when I met him I didn't go to uni myself but when I got there I lived my little bit of university life through Doug being at university he used to sign me into the student union yeah, and I'd go yeah. to go out on them nights we'd finish work and whatever we'd watch football in the student union and I'd go down the Monday night you watch the football you're having a pint and it's 10p a pint like, yeah, and it's 10p a pint till the first goal goes in. And I remember he was watching Pompey and the guy blasted, Loa Loa, I think it was, blasted it from miles out. And the whole pub goes, boo! Because obviously the pint's <laughs> going up. Like, How much is it now, Doug? You went, it's a quid. Oh, bloody hell. It's <laughs> ruined. It's I was quid. not financially prepared. You know I mean? I had some, we got in some good pickles, didn't we, but that student union. Oh, God. There was there that one go. where I lost you that night at about two in the morning and had to go home on my own. And I'm bladdered, stagger back to the house. I had something on the next day with Natalie. And she went to me before I go out. I said, I'm going out with Doug to the union. She went, do not get smashed. I went, we're just going out. We'll have a few. I'll be back by about 11-ish. Doug's staying round. And I'm going to look at a job Saturday morning. I got back at three o'clock. Didn't know where Doug was. Absolutely smashed. Just lost him. And got in the house and I just passed out asleep. And then what happened when you got home, Doug? I, well, I, I can't really remember. It's only what your uh, lovely wife told me, but apparently she, she heard like the back door going in. She came down and opened the back door and I'm standing there with about four or five pizzas and a garlic bread on the back door with my trousers on backwards. <laughs> He's so, been shitting again, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. So she, she told me to wait outside for a minute and apparently I just like absolutely stacked it into the flower bed, dropping pizza everywhere. So she brought me in, maybe like basically stripped because I was covered in like soil and shit. 
strip off and then threw me blanket and I slept on his sofa. And uh, we, we both got an absolute bollocky. In the morning, day. we went outside and this stack of pizzas was on the wall next to the back door and there was a massive arse print in the garden flower bed. <laughs> he banged on the door and went, oh, I thought you'd be egg. And she went, Doug, just get in. And he just walked in and dived straight on the sofa with the mud all over his trousers. Yeah, we, we got in a bit of trouble that night, didn't we? And I had to go to work the next morning. I don't know how I drove. I don't remember speaking to the client. I was just like, I felt like you feel now, Gaz. Yeah. Bad. But you could do but, it yeah. when you're younger, though, can't you? Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can. You really can. And it, it shows as I get older. And it, it just takes it out. You've done it like a proper session now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, how I live my student life, through Douglas. It was good. I like it. Right. So you mentioned it, actually. You mentioned a couple of gigs in Germany. So obviously, eggs and quite clearly you get about a bit you like to put it about broomy um, yeah, and uh, so yeah any any good gigs festivals in, in and around any foreign places that you've been yeah i worked I, basically uh, i was over in the uk at college and then did what i was doing there and then i moved over in about 2009 worked in the uk for a few years recession got me as it did most people so i decided to fuck off and uh, spend my time in new zealand for a few months nice. i went out there fell in love with the place came back basically sold all my belongings and moved out to New Zealand for a year, got a working oh. visa, ended up staying out there for about four years. But um, I don't know if any of you have kind of been out there, like it's quite a big kind of, um, almost be kind of like reggae kind of scar kind of music out there. Really? Oh, oh, it's it's massive out there, man. Okay. Yeah. And obviously everyone smokes weed, like it's going out of fashion out there. So I, I didn't I, know I, either of these things about New Zealand. Oh, Gaz is on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. like our island. Off, I can. Yeah, yeah. 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 like I remember the, when I first got over there. There was a band out there. The band's called Fat Freddy's Drop, and they were, they were quite, quite a big kind of Kiwi band. And um, just it, it's hard to describe. It's a bit of everything in music. There's kind of brass instruments going, and there's like it's funk and like reggae, and oh, it's amazing. But we drove out to see them in one of the um, cricket grounds out there, which was just amazing because. Uh, Literally, I'd say three quarters of the audience were smoking blunts. So every all smoking like joints, and, but they don't put tobacco in over there. So they're just putting greens in a in a skin and rolling it up. So within ten Gaz minutes, his ears there, are perking up every minute. I, thought I couldn't yeah, handle that nowadays. Mate. No <laughs> Everybody is stoned in there. Like it's just the whole like it's not smoke machines. It's just like weed smoke going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just absolutely bake within about three hours. So after a while, you just kind of you're getting in the flow of it. And it's that type of music, you know what I mean, where you can really absorb it. But we saw them playing. And the thing out there is there's a lot of, um, obviously the whole of New Zealand's got coast. I think anywhere within an hour of in New Zealand, you buy a coast. So there's loads of little pubs built in like sort of, um, almost like small holiday towns near campsites. And they always have loads of these kind of decent sized kind of New Zealand bands that come and play them. But it'd be in front of like a 500 person audience. So you kind of get down there, put your tent up, almost like a mini, mini festival for the night. You get your drinks and everything. And I've only just been, but I didn't do too much, but loads of lads would be smoking and, a lot of the big Maori guys come down there, they'd all be smoking joints and they were a great crack as well. And they'd be playing this kind of like the bands, another one called Cora, we saw and everything. But there's no animosity, like such a good atmosphere. You see this huge big Maori guy covered in tattoos coming over, smoking a joint, and you're like, oh my God, he could just like fold me in half like a Rubik's Cube in a second. <laughs> but the next minute you're having a chat with him, having a bit of crack and you're smoking joints and ah, amazing. Like, never saw like, there's never anything, you know, like UK, there's always that one gobshite you can see is, Looking, he's up for a bit. Do you know what I mean? He's had too many sellers before the gig, and he wants a bit of aggro. It's not like literally that everyone in Blackpool this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there's just. I remember there's another band over there called the Feelers, which are like um Kiwi kind of um indie rock band. 
they were really big over there. And there's a, where we live was right at the top of North Island. So I think New Zealand's about the same size as the UK, but kind of stretched out a little bit. And um, where we live was kind of subtropical, so we used to get quite bad flooding in the summers and winters. And we booked tickets for this band called The Feelers, who I really, really liked. And the, all the roads are flooded. And the girl I was with at the time said, listen, I know a way through the mountains. We'll drive them. It's like something like Lord of the Rings. We got in this car and we were driving over these country tracks and through forests and everything. And we got to the gig. And they come, obviously, from like the capital, not the capital, but Auckland. So they got there. So we got to this gig and there was about 55 people there. I think it's supposed to be about eight, 900 people. Because of the flood, like, I'm guessing. Yeah, they just couldn't yeah. get on. All the roads were closed, but the band were obviously nearby. So they got there. We got to the gig and we kind of walked in and I'm like, it was like having a private gig. It's like, mm. this is nice. insane. So the band were playing and we kind of stood in front of them, like, you know, like where the screens are. And I'm just like, oh, and you've never happened anywhere else. They would have just canned it. But mm. obviously people yeah. have prepaid for the tickets. And, but that was just immense. And they were such a good, you know, some, you hear bands from different countries that or like, that you, you can't understand why they never made it bigger. These are one of them kind of bands like the absolute bangers of tunes. Like, yeah, some remember? just don't make it out though, do they? I know. Like, it's a shame, really. Oh, okay. Let's check them out. See if they're on Spotify or something like that. Get them in. They are good, like, and you put the album on, and it's, I'd say they're like the best of. There's only one or two fuck off tunes on there. Do you know what I mean? The rest, yeah, of them, the rest oh, of he's bangers, got the lingo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get him on. Yeah. Get him all on. Get him all on, yeah. He's one of our own. Right, nice. There you go, Prangers. Get yourselves over to New Zealand. Yeah, but that kind of leads on to my question that I dropped in there, that obviously I know where I'm going with this question, and yeah. it leads on because obviously it's based around New Zealand, and I think it was a music yeah. festival as well, wasn't it? Of any, uh, any interesting stories about a tattoo? Yeah, yeah. Of course there is. Funny that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, when we, when we were out in New Zealand um, the first time, I went out there the first time and like, hooked up with um, a couple of Norwegians and we were travelling them for a few weeks and we were kind of camping and going to stuff. And when I went back over there the second time, I met up with them again about six months later, maybe four months later. And um, we went out, went to that, travelled down to that Fat Freddy's Rock concert down in Wellington, which is about a six hour drive. We drove back the next day. We basically all got on it and we were out drinking and we're just getting silly and we were all talking about stuff and there was kind of like bets and things going on. And there was a thing we should, we said we should all get each other's faces tattooed on each other's asses for a bit of crack. Like, and everyone was, you know, when you're drunk, it's that like, great idea. So we all said, I oh, on the way back. Like I said, we were falling around and we were walking down a wall, like near, I think it's near the harbour. One of them said, uh, I said, I can do that. No problem. If I fall over, get up in the morning, your face is going on my ass. Go on then. So obviously pissed up, fell off the wall, woke up in the morning. You know, one of the nights when you wake up in the morning and you're still just shit faced. So I got up, straight down to the tattoo artist, walked in, gave him a picture on the phone. Then I want this girl's face on my ass, if that's all right, lad. So your man went, are you sure this probably isn't a great decision? He said, you stink of booze. Just get it done, will you? I bet, like, laying down on the table and your man tattoos this girl's face on my ass. So I got to wander back up to the hostel, got in the hot tub, had a couple of drinks. And then she kind of, she came down, went, look at this, it's brilliant, whipped your pants down. And it was just like, what the fuck? you now. So, <laughs> Within a couple of hours, I'd sobered up and I'm like, probably wasn't a great idea, that was it? <laughs> so I thought, fuck it, like for a bit for a bit of fun, I put it on Facebook with a picture of my arse saying, anybody else want to pay for a tattoo? I'll get a few more faces on my arse for the crack. <laughs> Expecting a few of my mates, like, go, oh, I'll, go, I'll do it. The only one was my dad went, go on, then I'll have your other cheek for 100 quid. Like, you're, all, you're, you're all right, Dad. <laughs> your old man so, some random bird on your ass. Yeah. Wow. So the, yeah, there's this, this bird, this Norwegian bird, and obviously now I'm, Doug's Mrs. Ema is one of the best people ever. I love her to bits. 
And it always makes me laugh that when she sees Doug walking away from the bed, there's some other girl <laughs> yes, looking some at other girl. Off, off his ass. Because oh, I'll, I've got a picture of it, because it normally comes out at a party, like our wedding party, Doug Moon, the whole wedding party. Uh, yeah. So we've got a picture of this bird's face on Doug's ass in our in our uh, 10th wedding anniversary party album. So I'll, uh, I'll get it for Prangers. And I'm uh, guessing... Yeah, can we get it on Insta? Online. Yeah, get this here on Insta. <laughs> can we put it on our Insta? Yeah. I'm, guessing, did, yeah. I'm guessing you never saw her after that or kept in contact or anything. No, I never did again. Sees her every day, guys. When he sits <laughs> over the <mirror. laughs> Sorry, yeah, my bad, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said every, every now and then he drags to the left when he wipes his ass just to see... <laughs> yeah. This guy's... My ass that hairy now, anyway. I just can't see much anyway, to be honest. He's got a beard. I'm telling you, if you think my face is hairy, I pulled my pants out. It looks like I'm still wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Caveman pants. Pull on. Love it. Brilliant. Okay. Well, I'm glad you threw that question. I, I don't know how seamless that was from <laughs> that, but yeah, kind of. I don't think anyone noticed, mate. Yeah, no. I'll uh, we'll go with this. I'm going to give you sort of two options because obviously you've you've been around a bit. We'll give you one in the UK and then one somewhere else if you want. If you haven't got the answer, yeah, don't worry. But no, favourite no drinking venue or story? Oh, God, then it. Um, drinking venue would probably be. There's a few places over here, like the UK. Can I kind of throw Ireland into the UK? Yeah, yeah, well? of course, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, yeah. It, it'd be the same place that I was talking about before with Dave, like um, the, the Harbour Bar down in Bray. It's just an absolute romper of a spot. Like, I quite like the craft beers and everything. So there's loads of nice You definitely look like a man who likes a craft icon. I do, don't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Full on craft beer. Well, it's that I've floral taste. Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen you on some beer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, it's like a, it's a little maze of little rooms and you can go down there and there's a lovely beer garden outside and you have bands going in there. So you go down on a Friday night and you end up, there's just a band playing and there'll be another band playing upstairs or there'll be like a comedy night on upstairs. And uh, it's just an absolute monster little Little pub and it's it, all the locals know it, so it's maybe the rest of the sea from because I live down near the beach. It'd be kind of crazy, all the young people going out and the, the party music going. But you can wander down there and there's no TV, so there's no football on, so it's just people going down. Then you walk in like on a Saturday or a Sunday, and there'll be ten lads in the corner playing the bow runs and the fiddles and like a proper oh, traditional session yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah love that's that. class. Like so, even with you, just they have like beer festivals in the summer in the gardens, and oh, it's just a it's a, just a great little spot. I think it's been there. Like I've said yeah. before, I didn't know your favourite places. Yeah. It was pretty much top of my list. It is awesome. Yeah, I want to go. I've only seen photos of it, but Dave's mentioned it a few times on the pod. I think that's going to have to be the next thing to organise, isn't it? We have to get over there. Ah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Let's put your pod over there. there. Any day of the week, like. yeah. Absolutely. In. Any it's other fun. venues you want to mention? Do you know what? Like, I lived in Germany for four years as well. So, um, just. How old are you? Was, uh, 40. He's, he's, you've, you've like been, been here for, four, for eight, seven. Yeah. Yeah. You've I'm, lived six, six lives. Maths, yeah, the maths ain't adding up. <laughs> see, this, <laughs> see, this is a good thing about mine and Doug's friendship. I met Doug, like I said, when he was at uni in Sheffield. So I had like, like the three years while he was at uni. I met him in the August. By that Christmas, I flew with him to Dublin, spent New Year with him and his family in Dublin. Me and Natalie went over. And we just got on really well. And then two years after that, he left, worked for a year, then he's fucked off abroad and he's been everywhere. And then yeah. it was, we've stayed in touch, the odd message and whatnot, but not greatly. But whenever I see Doug, it's like I've seen him yesterday. And then over the last few years, since he's moved back to Ireland, he's brought Ema over here and we've got together again. It's been that type of friendship, you know what I mean? Where probably 10 years, we only saw each other once or twice, but 
just works when we do get to see him. So he has been all over the place. It's a beautiful thing. It's funny, all my best friends fucking move away. I was thinking this, mate. Yeah, <laughs> that timed in quite well with him meeting yeah. you, didn't it? Fucking off all over the world. I remember, yeah. he, I remember uh, you, uh, Dave, you, you messaged me saying, you know, we're getting, uh, me and Nat are getting married. This is the date. Uh, you got a call and I went, ah, shit, I'm hitchhiking to Croatia that day. But I try and get back that night. So we hitchhiked out to Serbia. And then we came down from Serbia to Croatia and I flew back that day. I think I managed to get to sort of the, the second half of the wedding, didn't I? The yeah, evening got event, to the, like. you, we got married on the Friday and you made it for the Saturday night, yeah. But yeah. Doug, from the uni, they used to do a, um, a hitchhike for charity. They'd leave Sheffield Uni with 10 quid in the pocket and they had to get to Ro Romania or Budapest in yeah. like a week. Seven with days, only 10 yeah. quid in the pocket. 10 quid. Yeah, we, did it, we did it four times. Like, honestly, that's like stories that go. We, the first year we went to like, Bucharest in Romania. Then we went to Belgrade in Serbia. Then we went to uh, Riga um, in Latvia. Yeah. And then the last time we went to Tallinn in Estonia. And it's basically just a week of like traveling on nothing. Don't get me wrong, but we, like, that was a travel budget. The other budget was just beers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, people yeah. were picking you up, hitchhiking with them, dropping you in hotels. You'd be sleeping in people's garages, people's gardens. But every night, it's like even when you're a student, you haven't got any money, but you still manage to get pissed every night. So it was like, <laughs> we raised Tremendous. a quarter of a million. Like, it, it, wow. it was great. Like, great event. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got yeah, to, um, cool. we ended up in, um, when we in, was it um, Ljubljana or somewhere? I can't remember where it was, but we were drinking with these four guys in a barn. Three of them were really standoffish. And there was another guy, a big, huge guy. And we were chatting with him anyway. There's music playing in the barn. We said, what are you doing over here? And he went, just done a gig or doing a gig. And we said, oh, anyone we know? And he went, Ugh. you know, when it's really noisy and you can't quite hear people. And you're like, where are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, and we're like, oh, yeah grand, yeah. yeah. And then like, <laughs> late, later on, it kind of quietened down a little bit. And we said, what? You were saying you were like you're in a band, what you're like a roadie or something. He said, No, I'm the drummer. I said, Oh, where are you playing? He said, Um, oh, we just played the uh, the national arena. I said, Fucking hell, you must be a big leg. And he went, Yeah, yeah, it was simple minds. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> like drinking with simple minds. Three Jesus. of them didn't bother talking to us, but the drummer was lovely, a guy called Mel Gainer. Like, bang on. Any claim to fame. Yeah, yeah massive, yeah. It's a great story, that is. So that's it. The other question you, you need to uh You've not asked when we can go yet, right? That is a good point, yeah. I'll uh, I'll ask it now. When are you free for the Prangers to come on tour? We'll obviously have to bring the families. You know. yeah. Or maybe not. We'll ask. We're um, we're good for you guys. When, come on on. You know what I mean? There's always an open invite. Yeah, we've got, we've got to get to that part, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah. have, yeah. How far ahead do they release their schedule? I mean, I guess obviously now's not the ideal time to ask that, but are they normally sort of announcing stuff quite well in advance or is it just kind of it's like the boozer yeah gigs wise you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I, everything's kind of until now it's only kind of fully opened up so there's still a bit kind of there's not much going on i know scouting mm. for girls are playing in november if you're interested <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one ticket yeah they empty that night <laughs> yeah. um, just be me just be yeah. me there yeah so might get a gig though that's it so um i'll have a look i've got to have a chat with them down there the, the lads down there are banged on like yeah, we'll get them involved. They, they can join in the do they not like release like a month's worth of gigs in advance or whatever? It's just local bands. It goes on the chalkboard outside, and it's whoever's in there. It ain't like booked up. Like this is what we've got for the next two months, is it? It's a bit more ad hoc, isn't it? If I remember yeah, they, right. they do kind of they'll kind of release it like on the second of the month. They'll be like, here's the next four weekends. But it'll be on like a flyer sat next to your beer mats on the table, right, and then yeah, it's yeah. kind of yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. bigger ones. But um, I'll I'll go have a chat with them. I think the thing with Islanders, they're still a bit kind of. COVID touchy. The UK kind of went, right, come on, we're fully open in Ireland. They're like, 
sort of dipping the toes in the water a little bit. They're a bit kind of scared. Like I don't think any gigs are kind of going ahead here yet, but I'm surely in the next kind of few weeks there must be something must be happening. I say we yeah, yeah. Keep yesterday. Keep yeah, hundred percent, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the end of uh, the end of our little questions. For sterling Douglas. round of questions. And yeah, it's great stories. Good, good knowledge, and we're going to have to have one again. I reckon there's more in 100%. there. We can, like when you've got a good guest, like with Big Dave and these, you know you can pick a few more bits out of them, can't yeah, you? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Get them all on. Get so them all on. on. The, uh, we're on to get the usual on. suspects. I'll, uh, I'll I'll start with you, Gaz, just to get you out of the way. Oh, yeah, because I haven't got... <laughs> you, I, haven't I don't think you're, you're not going to bring much to this party today, so just fucking not... get it out of the way. What are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? How I mean, bad do you feel? Yeah, do you want to go to sleep? Yeah, yes, to all of the above, even if that's not applicable to many of them. <laughs> um, no, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm really not got into anything new at the minute. I'm a bit disappointed in myself. Um, I don't know what it is. I need to, I, I don't know, I've just not discovered it. But the thing is, you're not going to discover new music every flipping week, are you? You know, no. so... I'm just no. in my comfort zone, listening to my light songs at the minute. Nothing, nothing new to report. I've almost finished David Jason's book, which, as we know, is a is a five Brilliant. out of five. Yeah. Um, what am I watching? I don't know why. I think this is on the back end of the Sasquatch Chronicles, right? I started yeah. getting into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, quite, I'm quite keen in like the outdoors life, as you know, boys. You know, I have like a bit yeah. of walking and all that. But yeah, like, really. <laughs> I've just been watching loads of random documentaries on the History Channel. You know, they do all the ones where people are like living in the arse end of Alaska and yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just got into, you know, it's like you find yourself you watch an episode of some shit to kill 20 minutes. You're like, oh, I quite like that. And I probably like hammer loads and then never watch them again. You know, that yeah. sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but you can like, go back to them at any point then, can't you? Because it's like yeah, it's a new yeah, family or whatever. Different exactly place, yeah. that. It's just people living in the wild doing wild yeah, things. Like yeah, sorry, you know, it's, it's not. I'm not. I've never claimed for it to be exciting or interesting. You are, so I'm fucking telling you, bollocks. <laughs> I've turned up, all right. Just leave me alone. Um, podcasts. I'm. Um, <clears throat> I'm listening to. I am still listening to a bit of that Sasquatch Chronicles. Course, it's right. getting a bit samey now, though. I think. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm at the tail end of that. Um, I just kind of pick and choose. Is it, did you boys listen to any of it? Oh, oh yeah, no, no, I've not, I've not no that's fine. Because yeah. I put it onto my other mate, Monkey Boy, because I knew he'd love it, and he's yeah, he's steamed through. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just um, and that and um, the other thing I'm going to bring to the table. Bar my 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 own presence today, which is a massive achievement. I'm not going to. Oh lie. no, I'm proud of you guys. I really am proud of you. You've done well. I, I know you really bad way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when we go on tour, we take this game with us. It's I think it's like a well-known game. You ever played a game called Shut the Box? Yeah, I went playing oh, last year. Yeah. 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 Me and yes. have played that a few times. Oh, yeah. What a great. What a great yeah. drinking game. It's not a drinking game, but it's a great game to play when you're with loads of people. Um, it's a drinking game. I, I know there is a drinking version. But they just The boys just play for money yeah. while, oh, whilst, no, whilst drinking. drinking. Game. Well, we're obviously drinking on the coach. Because yeah. the fucking coach, oh my God, the coach took us about seven and a half hours from Wickham to Blackpool on Friday. We hit every fucking traffic jam and accident you can imagine. So... Good thing about the coach is it's a big executive coach, got a toilet and that, so you just drink all, all day, it don't matter. So, yeah. yeah, there was some lads losing some serious money on such a silly little Yeah, game, well, we but... used to play it as a drinking game when we lived in Portugal, but Piggy, the, the owner of the restaurant, he used to play it for cash, and there'd be yeah. like 300 euros under it for... Like, yeah, that's crazy shit. No, it's not. 
But we used yeah. to play it as a drinking game where the person with the lowest number, like, got to pick the shot, and the person with the highest number had to do the shot. So, like, six Ooh. of you would play, and the highest number drank it, lowest number picked it. But if anyone shut the box, it doubled. So if one yeah. person shut the box, it become two shots. Uh, Another person shut the box, it become four shots. I mean, uh, we soon killed that because the doubling did bad. But like, you might end up having three shots after doing it. And like, the rule was, if there was eight of you playing, you had to play eight rounds of it. You couldn't dip out, like win one and go, I'm not playing anymore. You had to stay in till the end. And you know, we got so drunk on that. Yeah, so I, I'm glad that all of you know it. we're gonna eat like all the drinking and gambling aside, even like my girls love playing it and that. So yeah. it's actually quite a nice little game. Just yeah, to, my boys uh, love it, just closing it down. But where I used it once when I had the pub, someone had told me there's a new bourbon out, it's gonna take off, everyone's gonna love it. It's coming up alongside Jack Daniels, it's gonna be the big new bourbon out. It's called Wild Turkey. Sound. I like the sound. You of that. told us about this before. I bought two bottles of it. Didn't sell one. Yeah. <laughs> I had two bottles of it sat behind the bar. Like it just didn't go. And then someone, my friend Kilo, I met in Portugal, came to visit, and we used to play shut the box all the time. He bought me a shut the box. So I got everyone in the bar to play shut the box, and the loser did a shot. But the only shot you allowed was wild turkey, and I put the bottle on the bar, and I just made everyone buy this wild turkey. We drank it and drank it and drank it. Natalie just looked at me. It was about seven o'clock in the evening. I am fucking blind, though. She went, well, it looks like I'm running the pub tonight. Then I went, yep. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the wild turkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, again. at least I've sold the wild turkey, love. We'll never need to look at it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there you go, lads. That's, that's me for this That's week. you. Right, Douglas, over to you, usual suspects. What you've been listening to this week, what you're reading, what you're watching, any pods. Okay. Anything else? What you got? I work by myself, like, so I kind of got my own kind of little um, property maintenance company. So I'm by myself, like, basically eight, nine hours a day. So I just, I'm feast on pods. But because I'm doing, I'll I'll start on like a true crime and I'll have to have a bit of comedy in the middle that something's gone a bit too dark. So I've got about 50 pods on the go that I'll dip back into. So this this week, I got off... I would need you guys to do about a 13, 14 hour pod every Sunday, if that's all right, just to keep me going through Monday yeah, sure. and Tuesday. <laughs> I needed like a, something. So I flicked back onto the, you know, the two pints of lager and a packet of crisp pod. But, oh, um, I about the pod, no. I, know, I, remember I didn't know there was program. a pod. I remember the program. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's just uh, the two lads that are doing it, you know, Will Maller and um, uh, Ralph, Ralph Little. Little. Ralph Little. Oh, fair play. They're, they're likable guys as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they do one. This apparently it's been over a couple of years. Because like, I, I found it and I'm like, they're pretty funny. I'll give it a go. Like, but I put it on. I was pissing myself laughing in the first episode. So I'm like, this will do me. Like, Will Mallet. No, yeah, so Will Mallet, it's like you know him. It's weird. When you listen to the pod, it's like sitting there chatting with one of your mates. It's like the shit he comes out with, he's kind of got no filters. And he says things that it's worth a li- definitely worth a listen. Like, what's it about? Kind of is it just general life well, stuff? They started talking about, it and they said they were going to like start talking about when they were making the show. And the first couple right. of episodes are talking a lot about the show. And then they just gone on and like, so you want to listen to the other day? Will Mills talking about his dad who passed away recently and everything, talking about mental health. But there's always this serious like thread to it. But it's, it just falls back into comedy and yeah, just yeah. dirty yeah. shite. And uh, I'm glad that's worked. Did, did you watch that program of Ralph Little and? Uh, oh, what's his name? Who played Jim in Royal Family and Dave Bassett, the football? So Atkinson, isn't it? 
Is that Atkinson? I know the big big bearded fella. I know the oh, big bearded yeah. fella played yeah. Jim Raw. Him and um, Ralph Little went on a tour, and it was so cringy and so forced. It was a bit. It was bad. I can't remember what it was. They drove around like up north visiting places, and it was just yeah. proper cringe. So I'm glad Ralph Little. I thought it might have been Ralph Little, but it must be um, the other guy. So yeah. glad he's got a pod that's decent. But yeah, it was proper cringe that. Yeah, no, Ralph Little's a funny one to get get your head around him. He's a bit, I don't know, he comes across a bit, I don't know, mightier than now or something. But he's all right in this pod. He's good. And Will Maller, the, the other guy, he's just like, he's down to earth. He's like full on Mankey Union, just lovely lad, mm-hmm. isn't he? He's, when you listen to it, it's, it's, it's definitely worth a listen, lads. Did the first two episodes ago when you'd be like, oh, boom, I'll drop back into that straight away. Sure. Um, Cool. Another, for the list we're in yeah, definitely definitely worth the pop like it, I love your pod and that pod's like it's filling the gap between it do you know what I mean so it's uh, it's, tick, it's ticking the boxes um, another one called The Witness uh, which is a pod about uh, an Irish lad who when he was about 13 or 14 he got working for a, a guy uh, out near where my missus lives that's what drew me out to it she, she came from quite a the area where she is there's a few rough areas around him he started working for a milkman who ended up turning out, he was dealing drugs and this lad was like working for him for years and your man was basically grooming him from four, 13 or 14, doing the milk rounds, selling heroin. Basically, he was basically turning to like a bit of a gang leader and he turned kind of star witness to put your man down and he's in witness protection now. So it's all talking about him all the way through. It's, it's pretty decent actually. It's called The Witness but um, it's hard to follow his accent sometimes. It's proper, he goes full on Irish and Irish yeah. slang and everything, but I, I really liked it. And it's, it's big over here at the minute, obviously. You know, kind of, kind of a bit local. Um, just finished one called The Claps, which is um, basically it's a New Zealand pod. I've been keeping my New Zealand things as well. Remember the Christchurch earthquake in 2012, yeah. was it? Yeah. Uh, one of the buildings out there, the NTV building, just basically pancaked the whole building. And it's talking about why that happened. And the building was built badly for the area, which is an earthquake zone. So that's really interesting, actually. And another one called West Corp. You've probably seen this recently on Sky. I, you know the murder in yeah, West Corp? Yeah, I've got that downloaded on a... It came on uh, Audible when the kids signed up to that. It came through on that. It's meant to be good, that. Yeah, I've heard of that one. It's, deep. it's really good, actually. It's about um, a, 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 quite a famous French uh, film uh, producer, married a lady called Sophie Toscon de Plantier, and she had a house out in West Corp, which is basically... Like That's the art for that Cornwall. name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And, uh, Good one to get um, out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> she's um, and basically she lived in this country cottage in the arse and the nowhere. It was like kind of an area right. It's basically the very tip of the country down in the Atlantic. And she got uh, murdered. I think it was nineteen ninety six, just before I moved over to Ireland. So it was all on the news. That's kind of what uh, tweaked me fancy. But um, yeah, it's all about her. And a guy got accused of it, an English guy who denied it, and they had evidence, and they reckon the police planted evidence and tried to frame him and he said they didn't but he's a bit of a dark bastard as well he levered the missus a few times so there's a lot of kind of questions but I think all the evidence was you know that the Irish police are like you definitely did it it was sure you did it so they kind of pinned it on him but they don't know but every time you think they pinned it on him he comes and does something stupid or says something stupid you think he's done it so nobody knows really but the French court last year they convicted him of it on evidence which had been proved to be false so he's wanted oh. in France now on murder for 25 years but he won't extradite Yeah, because the Irish government have said, we've we tried you, and you, we don't think you fucking did it. So that's a good yeah. one as well. 
Yeah. Well, he won't be able to do a booze cruise run, will he? Any time. No. <laughs> yeah. Down yeah, the old, yeah, high, down the old hypermarket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. I like it. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, music wise. Um, I think back into a bit of Melbourne. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Melbourne, yeah. Melbourne. Go check it out, all that lot. Yeah, well, well, well. That album's mm. an absolute monster. Yeah, it's a banger, yeah. So I've been pumping that again. Um, downloaded, uploaded more uh, Ocean Colour scenes. I've been going through some of the old uh, B sides of them. Uh, the New Zealand band Feelers. When uh, you guys sent me the email through, uh, I've kind of listened to them again a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of Oasis again, just cranking through. Every time I was writing things, I was like, oh, I've listened to them now. So everything yeah, we talked yeah, about, yeah. basically. That's what it's all about, isn't it? It's just yeah. oh, talking and gets you playing yeah. it. Yeah, it? I'm going to sit in a dark room and listen to Peaceful yeah. Easy Feeling after this. <laughs> Get in the bath, mate, a couple of candles. That's what yeah. this pod's all about, isn't yeah. it? Lovely. Yes. That's what we were going for initially. Oh, so return. <laughs> oh, cool. Did a, did, a bit, did a bit of Brassic on a... Got myself oh, on LTV. Yes. Yeah, I'm about almost towards the end of the first season. Loving it. Watched How a few last it, night. Man? Yeah. I it's did two last night it. when I was pissed up. So, you know, <laughs> when you watch something pissed and you're kind of like, you probably remember about 50% of it. I yeah, might watch yeah. them again tonight to get the, otherwise I'll miss it. And um, something I saw today, which cracked me up when you were saying it before, about the Sasquatch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the video through. Today, there's apparently um, somewhere down in Wexford, there was a, a big black cat sighted and a guy kind of filmed it on his phone. And he, they kind of dubbed it a little bit, but he's filming. He's like, "Look at the fucking size of that cat! <laughs> <laughs> fucking massive!" But it's like, it's massive, and you, can, and you can't see fuck all on it. And they've like they filmed it, and it could be like a tiny cat on a wall, yeah, yeah miles yeah. away. Like, and they've zoomed in on it to the point where you might as well be looking at your pubes. You know, I mean, you can't see anything. <laughs> it's like fuzzy blackness, and they're like, "There's a cat there." But your man in the background when he says it, look at that fucking new size of that thing. The worst <laughs> dubbing ever. But... Yeah, get that over. That'll be good to yeah. watch. <laughs> I'll, I'll ping that over to Dave now. Cool, yeah, that, that's basically my week, my watching and listening. Um, reading wise, I haven't, I, I don't get time to read, to be honest. By the time I'm like putting the dogs down and the, feeding the cats and everything, I um, I started going back through a couple of the Bill Bryson audio books. So I stick them on as well when I want to break up from the podcasts. So I don't know if you've done any Bill Bryson in the past. My old man loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My, my old man was the same. He put me on some very funny, like he just basically. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that's what my yeah. mum and dad said. I think they both read him. He's crack up, like, and he's when you listen back to it now. I think he wrote them in like the, the mid nineties, late. Sort Is of he 90s. the American guy that wrote yes. a few books about living in England? Yeah, he moved to England and he, that's he it. kind of does social commentary on it. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I think that sounds right on my street. I think it's going to be yeah. a blinding read. So yeah, I'm going to choose for a reminder. He does, um, the, the one I'm reading at the minute, he goes around Europe, travels around Europe, I think it's called um, The Long Way Round or something. But um, it's maybe it's not, let me get him with a look, but he's very funny. And it doesn't it doesn't transfer that well now. There's a few things he says which you kind of, you're like, oh. Mate, did you hear our conversation last week? You can't fucking back anything yeah. from the nah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, nah. it's, yeah, yeah, don't worry. That's not on you. That is yeah. the yeah. time on no, it. That, that, that two pints pod, they were, the lads were talking about that in there as well. Will Mallow was giving it a right go, saying it's shite. You know, it's terrible, you can't do anything. And he was saying, like, his, his wife... Um, He's got his kids are like, um, we said like in his days, mum said his kids were half cast. We said, it's terrible. They're not allowed to say that anymore. But his mum said it and he said, it's terrible. He said, that's my kids we're talking about. It's quite an interesting conversation. Yeah. You know, hearing from his point of view, like he said, like his mum doesn't know what to do now. And he said, it's, it's terrible, really. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it's what, what was what was all right ten years ago, like, or what they grew up with now is like people are frowned upon it. And he said, "It's yeah. what can what can you do? You know, trying to re-educate yeah, that, your mum." That, that is a is a tough one because we've yeah. spoke a little bit about it before. That knowing that when we were at school, a mixed race person was half caste, and everyone was <laughs> all right with that. Mm. But when you actually break it down and get to the origins of the word and where it's from, it's not all right. That's why yeah. it's now mixed race. So that. Yeah. That is just part of the evolution of man, isn't it? Of yeah. where we've come from and where we are now. So you just political minefield we're in, lads. Political minefield. Tread carefully. It's good hearing it from him, though. Do you know what I mean? Because he's in that situation where you know he said his his kids of mixed race, but his mum, you know, she grew up in the generation before us. When we we used to say that when we were younger, but now we know it's not right. But his mum, that's the only way she's ever known. Oh, she's like, ever known, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's quite change, an interesting no. kind of you know. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's, that's been my uh, listening. And that's it. It's a fun week and a heavy week as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start on the Bill Bryson. I think first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you'll enjoy Bill Bryson. It's good. Yeah, I like it. No, nice one. We're, uh, moving on. So that's it. We're on to right. What have you been up to this week, mate? Usual stuff. Listening to blah 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 blah. I haven't really done a great deal this week, to be honest. Um, haven't really been out and about. I mean, I just listen to the same stuff at the moment. It's like we've said it before, there's not a lot of new stuff for me to listen to. Um, so, you know, I'm always into my band music, aren't I? And some of the stuff that come, that's coming around isn't really my bag. So, yeah, old old stuff, really. Um, not really reading. I've got a few books I want to start now, though. I haven't done it yet because we've had people around this weekend. What am I watching? Um, I started watching Prison Break fucking randomly again. Oh, really? It was on Netflix, so I... Put it on, Have you watched so. it before, though? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen. I don't think I finished it because it all gets a bit shit. Doesn't I was going to say, no, I'm it, it goes for about five seasons. I oh, cut out. Yeah, yeah. I remember it the first series channel, was banging. Yeah, it came out on yeah. Channel Five, like on a Monday night at eleven o'clock at night. And yeah. I remember just lying half awake and catching it, and went, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Mm. And like I said to Nat, "You've got to watch this." And we loved the first series. Yeah, yeah. So, that's basically where I think I'm about 11 episodes in. They're still in jail. Obviously, they've done all the all the prep, but they haven't yeah. they haven't done the like the escape yet. I don't know if it's I can't remember if it's one time, two times a try. I don't know. Anyway, so I started watching that again. I was like, yeah, fucking crap. This is watching Love Island. I thought, oh, I stick prison oh, break God. on. Well, well, at least you watch that, mate. So I'm proud of you. Yeah, fuck that. That's bollocks. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. I'm not listening to any pods, but I probably will give a couple of ones that Brumish just mentioned to go. To be honest, it sound quite good. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really got anything else to bring to the table other than you know the football season started. So that's probably what I've been doing actually. Mm. Yeah. Hammering football. Yeah. yeah. Right, mate, look, like we said, we can't bring stuff every week. Well, we've always said that you don't force it, do you? You can't you force it, David. You can't force it, mate. It's like banter. You can't force banter. No, you've either got it, you haven't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, that just leaves me. And like I said, there's nothing great. This week I've ended up listening to uh, Baldy James has released a new album. You ever heard of him? Baldy James? Baldy? Uh, yeah, Baldy James. B-O-L-D-Y James. Oh, Baldy right. James. Um, rapper, did you say? Rapper, yeah. So right, yeah. Well, fuck um, weird, that. Yeah, one of my other groups has recommended <laughs> And I've enjoyed it. It's been a nice listen. I've listened to the album once. It's been all right. Um so that's new music that's out. But obviously, after our conversations last week, I've listened to Maverick Sabre's album this week. Oh, thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that. It's such a great album. It was a great album. And bizarrely, uh, Lal, who's our guest next week, Natalie's sister, uh, messaged me Friday night, said, uh, I'm drive- we're driving on holiday. 
I'm on my husband's phone. His music taste is rubbish, but I stumbled across Maverick Sabre. That's all right, isn't it? And I went, have you listened to this week's pod? She went, no, I'm doing it tomorrow. I went, well, I mentioned Maverick Sabre. So it all loops around. Everything yeah. just comes back in your life, doesn't it? When I say they're always listening. They're always listening. It's, it always comes it's just strange how things link yeah. back around, isn't it? So, Oh, for them people, always listening. Yeah. I'm going to have to do it, lads. I'm going to have to start trying a few more. I need to broaden my horizons a bit. Yeah. But one more... <laughs> A bit of disappointing listening this week. I remembered a band from the good old days. Remember Hard Fight, Stars yeah, of yeah. CCTV? I thought, yeah. I love that album when that came out, that indie alternate moving movement. Listen, not very good. No. <laughs> I did the same a couple of years ago. Right, it wasn't... But you know what I mean? It hasn't, you know, when sometimes you go back and listen and you're right back in that moment and you love it. Unfortunately, it's not aged very well. But I mean, they were quite pioneering in the. Yeah, yeah. Like, like filming of backstage and their lives and posting it out on YouTube and things like that. I think they were quite all into that early. So, but yeah, that's uh, music wise. What have I been watching? Not a lot. Just watch Spurs beat Man City, but um, we'll move on from that. Hey, Doug. That in, <laughs> if you listen to this in the future, Spurs used to be a good club. Yay. Once, one day. Yeah. And then there's shit ever since. <laughs> Says the Baggies fan. Right, Back so top of the uh, league, man. about that? <laughs> Pods, I'm going to take it deep. I've been listening this week to uh, on the the Times Story of Our Story of Our Times podcast. It's a podcast from the Times newspaper, um, and there's a history of Penryn Castle, which was a big family that were massive in the slave trade, and like it's all about how they got rich moving across there and bringing the wealth back. And stuff like that. It's pretty dark, pretty deep. You do yeah. put the legwork in on these mysterious parts, yeah. don't you, mate? Yeah, well, you... no, but it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is of late. Obviously, our world is made, there's been a past before us, there's been a history around it, and I don't think it's taught well enough. Uh, yeah. And it's just finding out, you obviously know bits about it, but this is a personal, specific story about one area. And it is, it's just about learning, isn't it? You know what I mean? You, you, fair dues, I, yeah. I forgot to, I didn't bother to learn at school. So no. I didn't have to. to <laughs> up. Well, I realised, yeah. fuck, I should have done. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm now starting to try and do it. So no, it's, um, it's a hard listen, but it's a good, very good listen. It's well worth it. I mean, that Stories of Our Times pod is a good one to have on the timeline. I don't listen to it a lot, uh, but every now and then some great ones come up on there. Um, so yeah, that's uh, well worth it. Um, cool. Anything else to bring to the table? I said I had a friend Timmy Gawler up the weekend. We sat and had a good old drink Friday night. Too much to drink. Far too late for an old man being awake that late. And then Saturday we went to a quintessential English country fair. <laughs> uh, there was a parade down the road. Uh, the kids cheered. The tractors pulling a trailer along. I've never felt so white in my life. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It was, was there Morris dancing. There was a brass band, which I thoroughly oh. enjoy a brass band, a marching band. Uh, and that led us to talking about Mr. Wilson's second liners. Go on YouTube and look them up. Yeah, they're just a band that um play all the modern tunes, but on a brass band, they're like a marching brass band that do flash mobs. Oh, and right. they just uh they, they play like the prodigy and tunes like that, and it's just another <laughs> brass band. Yeah, that's that sounds cool. So we've uh, we've picked up on the fact that they like play 
modern songs and new songs rather than just the marching band, but absolutely yeah, yeah. loved it. And I think there's what I think they were called the, the Hot Brass Eight or something, Hot Eight Brass. <laughs> uh, they were on um, Jules Holland one year. <laughs> they, they okay. So that's it. I've, I've enjoyed a little dalliance into uh, the brass band, but I fell down it before. If you go onto YouTube and look up the um, like the college bands, you know, an American college football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When their brass bands are playing in the stands and everyone gets well into it, I mean, that is proper madness, isn't it? How much yeah, they're yeah. Into that. Yeah. Imagine they go for it, don't they? Yeah. Little college football game back in the UK. It just never Imagine happened. that down the road on a Sunday while you're playing yeah. a Sunday morning <laughs> game, eh? <laughs> so wild. So, uh, and one other little thing to mention if you can be bothered to go back and do it, the Chris Moyle show this week on Radio X have been doing... Is he still going, is he? I didn't... Yeah, I yeah he's on Radio it. X. They've been doing all about... Because I think it's Noel is joining Radio X to do a radio show. And they've been going back talking about when Oasis played Nedworth. So anyone involved in that's been on. And this bloke come on to talk. And he was the guy that did the album art cover. Okay. For Definitely Maybe and uh, the first album and all the stuff like that. And he was just talking about how he picked it out. And you know, there's the one where they're on the train station platform. Yeah. yeah. It's for a single, a song for a single. It's wonderful. But like, it? He talks about how the um, the posters on the wall are different parts of the guitar, like close-ups on the, the struts and the frets and everything like that. And it's okay. things you'd never, ever pick up that someone's put that much thought into it. And it's well worth listen it's on like the uh the i play a radio thing go back it was monday or tuesday's one and it is well brilliant and he's um got a he's got a shop selling things like it. it's called the micro dot boutique uh in the lake district kendall art gallery it's uh really interesting but really great stuff like to learn about back in the 90s the the album art covers were a big part of it used to be a big part of getting a record, didn't it? Like you'd look at the artwork and whatnot, and yeah, yeah, so that, yeah was definitely. A, that was an interesting oh, yeah. listen on that. So yeah. cool. worth looking back and trying to find that. So that, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a subject or a question, isn't it, for the future? Favorite artist, um, art oh, album cover, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, there you go. It, you so just yeah, brought something it. else to the table without realizing it, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> well. Anything else to bring? I try my best. I try to have an input, boys, and I'm a bit shit with most of it, but I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that is that us done on the uh, on the on the dining table at the Prangers Inn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means it's time to find fame or shame. Okay, let's have it. You know where we're going. We all know where we're going. However, I'm going to make sure my phone is turned down this time. Yeah, good I'll point. just double check, mate. Yeah. Okay, so, me I'm, I'm, I know you're aware of the rules of this game. I know, I know. As, as your beard gets tickled by cat's tails, I, I know. <laughs> I had to open the door. I kept losing the internet connection because I put big, thick fire doors on the house. I can't see anything <laughs> with a tail. It's like you're a snake charmer. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on then, hit us. Right, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Apple Music, right? So it'll still work the same, won't it? Yeah, yeah, just go on to songs, all songs, and then just click shuffle. Right. Library, and just... One second. Okay. We are on. There you go. That's the first one. The Feelers, that Kiwi band I was talking about. Oh, okay. Read it out. Yeah, it's called The Feelers. uh, The Fear. Tune, actually. (laughs) That's quite a fit. Quite a fit for cats today. (laughs) Yeah. 
Next. The second one. No, oh, there you story, go. Round our way. What's the story? Good tune. Yeah, yeah. Always listening. Two things that we've shouted out on the podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. There you go, Dave. You like that one? Fratelli's like it. Fratelli's, who is it? It is a. Uh, got my nuts from a hippie. Ah, All right. there we go. There you go. All right, good man. That went well, I've practiced that for you. Yeah, you've normally not embarrassed yourself there, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Normally terrible. Like, did it on camera yeah. as well. Yeah, I will go with. Oh, they are listening. Hello, what's the story? Oh, it's bizarre, isn't it? Um, astronaut Gregory Alan Isaacoff. I've mentioned him a few times. You Acoustic. have mentioned him. Yes, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Well worth a listen. I, I love him. Oh, I'm not gonna have that. That's bollocks. It's uh, Stand by Me Oasis. I don't really want that yeah. on there. To be honest, that's definitely maybe yeah. I don't think that's yeah. popped up a few times. We've spoken about that song before. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right, Egg, hit me but with you your know, rhythms. That, that was very calm for you, that Ryan. That was yeah. Like, yeah. mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, here we go then. Ready for a chuckle? Always. Uh, Voice box featuring Styles P and Sean Price of Razel album. So, is, you do you ever even listen to that song? Never listened to that song in my life. It's mental, isn't it? The amount of songs that we have that you just. Well, like the Razel album, I loved that original one. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Black Boys by Bashy. Have you ever listened to yeah, that? Yeah, one? That's that yeah, yeah, that's a good Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was loads of remixes of that, weren't there, during lockdown and the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. So, uh, next we are on to "Enough Personality" by Smiley Culture, which I mentioned on the pod recently. The um, Cockney translation. Oh God, yeah. Your yeah, Steve that. said he loved it, but that's the only song I know. But obviously, I've clicked on the album, and that's turned up. Never listened to that song. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in my rotation. It might pop up on. When I shuffle one day, there we go. That's it. Yeah, Gary. Right, let's see what horrors I can bring for you today. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go for another because it's traffic stereophonics. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. Paper planes. Uh, Mia. Mia. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I heard I that like on the radio. Um, Grimmy was leaving Radio One. And he said that was the first song he ever played on Radio One. Oh, it's a great track, man. Like, like this is like fifteen or something. It's like an old song now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hell, yeah, fuck. It would be, mate. It would be well yeah. old. Uh, right, there you go. So that's that. Fake tales of San Francisco, Arctic Massive. Yeah. No chaser, Franco Phrase. So Franco Phrase is a English rapper from Essex. I think I might have sent you a few bits, Dave. In the yeah, past. I've listened to a few bits. I like, like him. Very he's hard subtle. to find. Yeah, yeah. He's he's under the radar. He's subtle. Yeah. Um, he's not. Um, brag, you know, he's, he's got some good sort of. Did he do a live set on the street at one of the? It might have been during Carnival or something. That was on YouTube for a while. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. So Franco Phrase, he's got a couple. They've used him a few times on Soccer AM when they do the. Um, what is it they do at the end of like the showboat? And they always put a mm. track on, don't they? So yeah, they. I'd say, Egg Franco Phrase, have a listen. That nice. is me. Cool. Here we go. We haven't really embarrassed ourselves at all, really, have we? Across the whole... We've done all right there tonight, but just, they're always listening. I was about to say tonight, all I think just generally. Yeah. I don't think we... no, one, no one's listening to the pod, but Apple's always listening to us. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm on Spotify. Still rating, you, wankers. <laughs> I, I really got out of jail free on that one, as I'm telling you. There's some shite yeah. on mine. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's it. But like we say, we're talking. We're, uh, I hope you've enjoyed Douglas coming on, who's a faithful listener out of uh, Ireland, the green, the green Emerald Isle. Um, we've had a little look this week of where we've got listeners. We've got a few all over the world dotting around, haven't we? Um, yeah. And you posted them stats up, guys. We enjoy it, but we always want more. So share it, talk to everyone, tell them five star reviews. We're little yeah. greedy little piggies, and we want all the more listeners we can get. So <laughs> we want them all, son, and and deserving too, lads. Cheers, ah, mate. Top cheers, man. yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Your money, be transferred later. Yeah, mate. You've been the yeah. top guest. Yeah, no, listen, that's, I appreciate. It. Thanks really, for really, and we will yeah. one day descend on your house, and we're going to go to the harbour bar all together. Yes. have a little booze up round Ireland, and we uh, we can't wait. And uh, there's. There's, there's rumours we're going to be putting on a little uh, a Christmas do, isn't there, lads? There so, is talk of it. I've, uh, I've, yeah. I've blanked that weekend out, so we're uh, going to start seeing what's going on there. And I'm looking forward to uh, moving on with it all. So it's all the usual stuff. Get on Instagram, Prangers and Mash, Twitter, at Mash Prangers, or email us at prangersandmash at gmail.com. We've still only had one email from... Rosie, in the Rosie. Of our <laughs> yeah. Rosie telling me to sort my microphone out. Yeah. And Douglas listened to that email and sent me a microphone in the post for my what birthday. A boy. So what a boy. It works. These emails mm. work, mate. Send us Ooh. in. Um, thank Excellent. you all very much. Yeah, cheers, Doug, guys. Thanks yeah, for coming great. on. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks cheers. For your pleasure. Loved it. Brian, good yeah. luck editing because we've been mm. a shambles <laughs> today. It's uh, my final one. It, so, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in the pranks next week, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Pleasure. Later, yeah. Is that yeah. all your taxi service offices?